Thank you for joining me for another episode of I'd Rather Be Dead Than Dope Sick. Um, uh, I'm taking it easy today. Um, I kind of have a scratchy throat and um, just really wiped out. But um, yesterday um, we had an incident. Not major, but it could have been, um, I, uh, I got, uh, in, in touch with an old friend that, um, I hadn't talked to her in probably about 10 years, and, um, so we were catching up, and, um, I went in the prayer closet, and, uh, I lost track of time, I think, I don't know, we were on there, on the phone for a good couple hours, um, during that time, Junior fell asleep, um, and he woke up an hour later, and I was still on the phone, and he got upset, but he didn't say anything, he just, uh, left at the house, and he didn't take his keys, he didn't take anything, he just walked out, and by the time I, like, tried to go after him, because I just, I just know the way he is, and, um, and so, um, he was gone, and, uh, so, um, I called him, and he didn't answer, and then, um, I called and called and called and called and I was like, oh my gosh. And he's still been struggling with his thought life. And so I um, I was concerned and well, I was actually mad because I was like, what the heck? Why doesn't he answer his phone? Like. I didn't care if he went for a walk, he could have at least, like, um, just said, you know, I'm going for a walk, or, like, when he answered the phone, or if he would have answered the phone, just said, like, I'm walking, or something, you know, I'll be back, but, um, so, yeah, I was mad, I, like, um, was very mad, and I just felt betrayed and um because I, I know that he know that if I if he just leaves doesn't say anything doesn't answer the phone like what am I supposed to think and um and I know the way his personality is he likes to punish or like get back at at whoever like payback and um which you know, I used to do that years ago, but, um, so, I was like, I know this has to do with me being on the phone so long, and, um, so, but I was mad, and I went, and I got a cigarette from my neighbor, (laughs) and I called up my friend that I had been talking to, and she prayed, and then she was like, where are you? throw away the cigarette, and I did, but, and then, um, um, 
but I was still like frantic and so I called a friend from the Dream Center and he happened to be on Skid Row doing outreach and he's like I'm right where um, some of Junior's friends are he's like I'm gonna go find out like go look around and um and then so I was like okay then um I came back home because I was walking around just the area and then I went and got um my purse and uh text uh I think I text Junior and said I'm coming down the skid row because that's the only place he'd go and so, and I was worried because I, th- I thought he had money, but he didn't even take his wallet with him. But I thought that he had it with him. And um, so I jumped on the bus. I went down to, to Skid Row. I got off the bus, went straight to one of his friends. And um, when I got there, he told me that... Um, the guy, my friend from the Dream Center had just left, and he's like, yeah, he was looking for him, and and I said, well, um, will you go with me to the needle exchange, and so he walked with me, we went, he's like, oh man, I hope he didn't, I hope he's not gonna be out here, I hope he's not gonna use, he's like, you know, if people think they can do one last time, a lot of times it's the last time, and he's like, he's been clean, you know, we don't, um, I hope he doesn't use, and blah, 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 we were just talking, and then, and then he told me, he goes, oh, yeah, and there's this witch that works at the exchange, and, um, maybe she casts a spell, (laughs) and I'm like, yeah, I don't know, but we went there, nobody was there, and, um, I guess he had left, but we didn't ask around later, junior told us but told me but um so we walked back and then I was um we we walked a little bit more um and then I just said I'm gonna take the bus home and so I started to walk to the bus stop and then I felt my phone ring and um I picked it up and it was junior and I'm like where are you and he's like oh I'm on San Pedro on fifth and and I'm like, he was where are you? And I'm like, Skid Row. So um, he was well. He, uh, our friend Cole and um, Q um, from the Dream Center, the one I called. Um, he's like, they arrested me. <laughs> um, they ran into him, and um, yeah, so. So they were with him, and then I, uh, we met up, because we're, like, literally, like, not even half a block away from each other, and then I was so angry that I didn't even want to talk, because I didn't want to say something that I shouldn't, and, um, that would just make things worse, but I was so pissed, because he acted really nonchalant, like, you know, like, what's the big deal, you know, he said, I'm a man, so, you know, I can go on a walk whenever I want, and I'm like, I'm not saying that you can't, it's just out of consideration, like, 
uh, you could have told me. And he's like, well, you were in the prayer closet and I didn't want to bother you. And I'm like, you don't even have to knock on the door. You could just talk and I could hear you. (laughs) Like, it's not like it's a thick wall. It's just a closet. But, um, yeah, whatever excuses, you know. But I knew it was because he was just mad at me. But, um, he's like, he's like, uh, just attitude and that rebellious spirit. And, um, we just walked to the bus stop and I was just like, oh my gosh. I was, yeah, just not talking because I just, because when we started to talk, he started having an attitude, and then I was like, no, this is not going to be good, and since we were, like, already down there, and I'm like, did you get high, and he's like, no, and, and I could tell he didn't, but he was like, he goes, I haven't even smoked a cigarette, and I'm like, well, I did, and he goes, oh, well, I want to smoke a cigarette, and, um, because I didn't bring my wallet, so I didn't even have any money, and then, um, um, he goes, you have 50 cents, I go, here, here's a dollar, go get two, one for me, and then he, he gave, he went and got, well, he walked down the street, and then came back and brought me a cigarette, and he was smoking one, and I was like, I just put it in my purse, but I was like, so annoyed, but anyways, so then, then the bus came, so he, like, barely smoked any, he put it out, and then we got on the bus, and then when we got home, I was like, I was just so, I had been crying, and I was, I just went in the pair closet, and I was crying, and I was just, like, asking God what to do because I was I was like God I can't do this anymore I can't go through this again like I just you know I was like maybe he needs to go to a program another program or I don't know I just can't handle this and like I was so stressed out that today I feel ill I've been in pain and just because all my stress goes to my neck and shoulders and my eyes are burning probably just from crying so much yesterday but I was like man I don't know I was just like crying out to God I was just so upset and but the Lord gave me peace and I was just like I don't know what you want me to do and, um, but I know whatever I was supposed to do was just not react or lash out and just be calm. So we sat down and I asked him what was up and first he was, he had his attitude and I'm like, you know, you kept, you said, you know, I'm a man, I can do what I want if I want to go for a walk, and I'm like, men take responsibility for their actions, and they 
are considerate of other people and I don't I'm not trying to hold you captive here if you want to go for a walk that's fine just be considerate enough to let me know and he tried to use the excuse that I was in the prayer closet and it's just yeah finally he came clean and said that I you know he's like you can you can leave me whenever you you can walk out of my life whenever you want to and come back like come in and out of my life and I was like what are you talking about like I was in the closet (laughs) and um he's like but you were there so long and so I realized he has like a major rejection and abandonment issues because I'm like babe just if you need attention or you want to talk or you're going through something and I'm on the phone and I'm in the closet or whatever like just knock on the door or open it it's not like you'll be disturbing me you know you're important to me and if you need to talk I will drop everything you know um you know and cut the call short or whatever you know but um I need you to communicate and uh oh sure we're sitting on oh clip and um yeah so um that seemed to uh I don't know, comfort him a little bit, or he kind of softened up a little bit, but, you know, um, yeah, it's just, and I knew that's what it was, you know, and he's like, I didn't get high, because I ran, ran into some of my friends, and one of them offered me a hit, he was smoking a joint, and I said no, I've been clean um, off of heroin for five months, I'm not smoking weed, I'm not, um, uh, I quit smoking a month ago, and, um, and he's like, I didn't go down there to get high, and I'm like, well, why would you come down here, or go down to Skid Row, of all places, and he goes, well, he goes, I wanted, he was, I don't know anybody anywhere, I I can just, um, I just wanted to see some people I knew, or that I could talk to, or, and this is why it's so important that he goes to the Dream Center as soon as he can, because he needs to meet some men, men of, that are godly men, you know, Christian men that are serving God the Lord, and, um, get some deep friendships, like, real friendships, not these superficial, like, street friendships, and, um, that are, like, walking with God, not still on dope, and, um, but, um, yeah, I just really saw that, and I asked him, I'm like, do you feel important? And he's like, what do you mean? Like, he goes, I don't know. I never thought about it. Because I think that 
he probably, like, when he was on Skid Row, which is, like, you know, the lowest of low, but he felt like somebody there. I, th- I mean, you know, he was a dope dealer, he had money, and he had an identity, he had, you know, people that, you know, probably kissed up to him, or, like, you know, at least acted like they liked him for whatever reason, you know, because he, I mean, of course, he's a dope dealer, you know, so, and then now, because he's made enough comments that, you know, nobody ever calls me, you see, nobody ever, you know, my phone never rings, and, which is actually a really good thing as far as, like, you know, none of his old friends calling, but, but yeah, you know, as a man, I think, you know, men need to feel appreciated and wanted or needed or, I don't know, have some kind of identity and, and, uh, even if it's a bad one, you know, even if it's like homie, homeboy, gangster, or be part of something or whatever, I mean, not just men, women too, but, um, yeah, so, um, I think that's one of the main reasons he went down the skid row, just, you know, he saw some people that he did have somewhat of a relationship with, like, you know, that worked at certain places, and, you know, he could tell them, like, he'd been clean and stuff, and then hear people say, wow, you look really good, or whatever, and I can tell he really wants or needs that encouragement or praise or just um, to have people say nice things, like good things to him. You know, I mean, everybody, you know, likes that stuff. But, but yeah, I just pray that, you know, he finds his identity and, and, uh, encouragement from Jesus alone, you know, and not man, but I, I, it's good that he's realizing this, though, because I knew from way back when we were together on the street that he just really wanted people's, man's praise, and he just really, uh, even though I know he wouldn't think that he, he is a people pleaser, but in a way, because I didn't think I was one, um, until I became a Christian, like, uh, it's not really, I don't know how to explain it, not that you want to please people, but, but, you, I don't know, um, I think he wants attention, that's what it is, like, uh, I can tell he really likes attention, and, um, yeah, there's still a child part of him 
and he sees it too because he was saying like that he feels like uh, well because I said you know what um, I think I, I, I told one I told Cole that we weren't going to go to adopt the block um, Skid Row today because usually we would and I'm like um, I'm too tired but just burnt out and um and and, uh junior said yeah i think i think that's good because he's like i noticed that when i go down there i still get like excited like and i'm not really there for the right reasons like he goes i like to give stuff out and i think again it's like he likes to feel important but um just, uh, you know, we have stuff to hand out, and he's, like, saving stuff for his friends out there, and, you know, um, it's just a feeling important, but, um, yeah, he was just, like, I don't don't think, um, he was, yeah, I noticed I still get excited, you know, down there, it's like my playground, and, um, he goes, even though I don't want to use, and so we stayed home, but, but then he was having, like, the enemy messing with his mind, because he goes from, you know, think, like, saying that to, then he's hearing voices saying, like, oh, Lori's trying to control you, um, you can go down to Skid Row, like, you went alone, and you didn't use, and, um, you, you should be able to go when you want to, or whatever, and, and I'm like, oh gosh, it's hard, because he hears the voices, he listens to the voices, and he sits there, and just listens, and just doesn't take the thoughts captive and cast them down and just say shut up in the name of Jesus it's just like like the saying you can't stop a bird from landing on your head but you can stop it from building a nest in it and he lets the enemy build a nest in his mind and just starts listening and then all of a sudden he's like in a bad mood or he's pissed or whatever and yeah but you know and until he gets really sick and tired of listening to the lies he's just gonna keep battling with this you know and it's sad but I can't fight for him I mean I can pray and try to as much on my end try to help him but as far as Oh, my neighbors must be watching football. Um, but as far as uh, fighting, he has to do it for himself. And he he got kind of irritated at me because <laughs> it was kind of funny, but not really. But he was praying, and then he was praying to God, and then he goes, and Satan... He goes, stop bothering Lori. She's my princess. And I started laughing because I was like, if 
if some guy broke into the this place and like started to rape me are you gonna go don't bother her I'm that's my princess I'm like no you would like attack the guy and he got upset because um he's like well you know what I do you know and I'm like but I wasn't talking physical I'm talking spiritual like just using that as a visual you know um because we can't we can't fight the enemy just being passive or being like you gotta say it like you mean it man you know and just go like shut up I'm not listening to you anymore get out you know in the name of Jesus get away from me and um I mean you don't have to scream or anything but just say it with some authority not like oh you know I don't like you bothering me go away (laughs) so yeah but um I think he's just been listening to the voices for so long. It's just really hard to, uh, take authority, I guess. I don't know. I mean, he's just used to getting beat down and it, he has to get to a place where he is truly sick and tired of being beat up and stolen from and, and rise up and go this is it I'm over this like screw you Satan but yeah and I think the Lord just allows him to go through stuff and the battle is in the mind you know and the more he learns to fight you know the stronger he'll get but in the meantime you know, he's in every other way. He's he's really he's really moving forward and doing well. But oh man, we got another couple months before he can go to the Dream Center. And and I know that the whole purity thing there that can be difficult as a man too, because especially because he's been so involved with like. Uh, perversion and in the past and um you know I just yeah that's just not an option and um but I think sometimes he gets frustrated which I get it you know but nothing's gonna happen here so um yeah and he knows that and deep down inside he doesn't well we were talking about it too that that we haven't been we haven't gotten the divorce papers and for all we know we might not until after he's already in the dream center and um and if that's the case then well so be it you know but um he was saying like maybe that's what you know the way it's supposed to be because he still hasn't gotten over a lot of stuff in his head and um you know 
don't want to have uh, come together and physically, intimately, you know, have any kind of leftover perversion or any just it can make things way worse like just open up a whole new can of worms if he's not really healed you know so yeah um hmm yeah but today I woke up and I just was in so much pain. Like I woke up in the middle of the night too. I've been taking ibuprofen every four hours and then um, I finally took a migraine medicine because my head and sometimes like migraine uh, immatrix will break a headache. And I think it did because I don't have the headache anymore. It was just going on all night. But, um, yeah, I just, uh, we're not going to church either because our friend Jojo, who takes us home, is out of town right now. And, uh, and I don't want to be in the cold. It's freezing at night oh my goodness when we woke up this morning it was 47 degrees <clears throat> and it's it's been cold at night I have, I have to turn on the heater but yeah I was I'm not gonna be out in the cold plus I have a little bit of a scratchy throat and I don't want to take a chance but we walked to uh, downtown and went to uh, Zangkow Chicken um, earlier, which was yummy. Um, but we're on a, not a, what do you call it? Like, we're uh, honoring the Sabbath day, which is Saturday. Um, we watched that movie with, or documentary with Noah, the, the, the days of Noah, and I still think Junior might have a religious spirit, but, uh, um, I think, I definitely like want to honor the Sabbath and I know that the Sabbath is uh, the Sabbath is actually Saturday not Sunday and so I don't um, have any problem with honoring that the Sabbath on Saturday I just don't know exactly what that entails like I, I know you're not supposed to work but we don't work anyway so it's not like we would be doing anything um and I don't know like if not if uh doing ministry is considered work um or going to church I don't know so um so but we still we just didn't do anything today so 
and he's in the prayer closet right now. Um, so I just thought I'd get on here and, oh, it was funny though, because last night, um, Paul texted me and he was like, um, yeah, because I was like, so grateful that he was, uh, he was out on Skid Row when, when Junior went out there, and, um, he said, uh, I love your heart for him, or Junior, and I love him, I was worried today about him, I'm glad he's good, straight, straight Junior search team out there, <laughs> I do it all over for him, though. He's one of the best dudes I know. Yeah, because uh, as soon as I I called him and he was like, "What? Oh my gosh, I'm gonna go look for him." And he's well, keep telling me what he's wearing. And um, yeah, so he went to a couple of the places where he he thought Junior would be. And um, yeah, I don't even remember where. Oh yeah they ran into him and yeah well junior said they arrested him <laughs> him and uh at colin q and just uh yeah they they stayed with him until he called me and he well junior said he didn't know that because he didn't check his text he was just like full-on ignoring me he felt the phone ring and everything and just that immaturity of, you know, um, payback, you know, you hurt me, I'm gonna hurt you, and just wouldn't even check my text, and so, um, yeah, uh, he said that, um, he didn't know that I went down to Skid Row, and then when Cole told him that I was down there he kind of got panicky and he was like what why'd she come down here and so he called me and then um yeah oh and it sucked because even Cole he was like are you okay and I'm like yes but I was mad so like I didn't talk I didn't really say much and he's like he texts me and he's like, you didn't get high, did you? And I'm like, no, I was just like so mad. I couldn't talk because he kept going, are you sure you're okay? Are you okay? And I'm like, yes. But I was just like, yeah, I just didn't want to open my mouth and just like start going off. And so, yeah. Um, yes, but uh, yeah, but then later Junior said that he kind of like, was concerned. He was like, I didn't know that you'd end up going out there. And then, yeah, because he doesn't think about anybody but himself a lot of times. And so it's like, he wasn't thinking that maybe I get bombarded, you know, the enemy blown in my ear saying like, well, you know, he's going to overdose. He's, you know, he hasn't used in a long time. He's, you know, he's going to get high out here and he's going to overdose, overdose and he's going to die. And then you may as well commit suicide. And I mean, it was just crazy. And, um, thankfully I pushed those thoughts out, but it was just really wearing. And, um, 
yeah, it just sucked. It was really, oh my gosh. So yeah, I just needed a day to rest, and I don't know. I don't know if I'm gonna keep going to Skid Row. I might just take a break until he's in the Dream Center because, like, I can't go through this. I don't think it's a good idea for him to just be out there if his motives are are not right, if they're not, you know, to go out there and share Jesus, and if he's still getting excited about being down there, it's just not good, but... Um, but I do believe him that he's just, you know, using is not a problem, but if you keep going to Satan's playground, you know, it's, I mean, even if he goes with the Dream Center, um, and me, it's just, it's just not, until he's healed and whole and ready and God tells him, you know, calls him to be out there, I just don't think it's a good idea, I just didn't know what to do as far as my part, like, going down there and, like, leaving him at home, I don't know, you know, and he wanted to go, so, but now I'm thinking, it's gonna be the holidays, too, I might just, like, take a couple months break, so... Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Oh, and it sucked because, yeah, Cole... Well, I think I just said that. Yeah, he... When he... He was like, did you get high? I'm like, no. You know? But the fact that I would even be questioned, you know, it put me in a really bad, you know, situation, you know, as far as my integrity goes. And because, yeah, like, I shouldn't, I probably shouldn't have gone down to Skid Row by myself, but, um, you know, I was just going straight to ask, look, and then if I couldn't find him right away, I was just gonna leave, like, just find somebody to, if they saw him or whatever, and then just go straight home. But God worked it out so well that um, Cole and Q found him. So, yeah. But, yeah, he just doesn't realize, like, his actions affect other people. And, you know, he's got people who really care about him and love him. But he's still, you know got that childish selfish it's all about me well the addiction addicts you know attitude that that you know it takes a while to break off but um he's gotten so much better I mean the things that he's learned and just been learning and working on like some people don't even grow this way in years and he's just grown so much in just a matter of months so I'm really proud of him you know I just 
it's just a stress it just really wears on me but god is good anyways i am uh oops um oh 40 minutes i better wind this up thanks for listening and god bless you